Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, Billy Crone begins a two-day look at the subliminal seduction of the mass media on you and your family. As you're preparing for Christmas, remember to check out all the Bible-based and Christ-centered gifts that are available on our website, swrc.com. With over 1,000 items, you can do your Christmas shopping and at the same time support Watchmen on the Wall. We have gifts from Israel, Christmas-themed movies, and a huge selection of books and DVDs. We also have gift subscriptions available for the Prophecy in the News magazine, swrc.com. Shop for friends and family and support the ministry and outreach of Watchmen on the Wall, swrc.com, or call one 800 652 1144. Billy Crone comes now to inform, expose, and equip you with the shocking evidence of how our whole planet is being controlled and manipulated by a small group of entities who are mesmerizing us for their own nefarious agendas using the power of mass media to get the job done. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 5, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, Heidi, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. That certainly sounds like today, doesn't it? But does subliminal technology actually influence this type of immoral behavior that the Bible talks about? Joining me today to talk about how we are being mesmerized by the media is Pastor Billy Crone. He is the senior pastor of Sunrise Bible Church in Las Vegas, Nevada. He is also the founder of Get a Life Ministries. Today, he's here to talk about his latest book and DVD set titled Subliminal Subduction. Pastor Billy, welcome. Thanks so much for being on the program with me again. Hey, thank you, Pastor James. It's always great to be on. Now, when I was a kid, I remember seeing the movie They Live with the wonderful actor, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, He... (laughs) Probably should have won an Academy Award for that film. But anyway, it seems that you also saw the movie because you reference it in this teaching set. And in the film, the main character is able to see through subliminal messages with the help of a pair of special glasses. Now, that was fiction, but subliminal messaging is real, isn't it? It's real, and I think it's on a much grander scale, dare I say, on a global scale as well as a grander scale. And most people have no clue. In fact, I wrote about that in the preface about the movie They Live. And basically, if people are familiar with that scenario, like you said, the guy puts on these special glasses, and he walks around, and he could see what was really going on in the society. And the society was complete manipulation of subliminal messages on, on all print form, media, television, radio, telling people to buy and consume and not obey authority, to not question and things of that nature. And and I remember even as a non-Christian back then going like, man, that's crazy, but I bet you that's probably what's going on, you know, whatever. So anyway, fast forward now to now being a Christian, going down this rabbit hole, Pastor James, that science fiction movie has become our modern-day reality. 
And subliminal technology did not go away like we were told. It is now permeated the planet, and literally all forms of media are being controlled and used to manipulate, and that's why we title it, mesmerize the minds of the masses. And I'm talking all forms of media, right? We're talking about newspapers. We're talking about radio. We're talking about music. We're talking about books and the whole educational system itself. We're talking about television. Of course, the latest media we dive into, social media. And it's not just utilizing subliminal technology to control information, to steer people in the direction, including their thoughts, their behavior, their buying habits, their beliefs, including who to vote for, by the way, and what they want you to believe about a medical narrative and all that stuff. Folks, it's happening before our very eyes, but it's being done by a handful of elites on a global scale who own these, and they admit that this is why they bought all these corporations up, all these media formats. They're using it to manipulate the masses. And I think it has everything to do with, as you quoted, the Bible prophecy passages. Certainly the rise of wickedness. You look at much of the content that's on this media. It's not just manipulating people's beliefs and mind habits and behaviors and voting decisions and medical impressions, but it's affecting their behavior. Much of the content is wicked. You wonder why people are getting so wicked. You get junk in equals junk out. And they're doing it on purpose, as well as they're creating and fulfilling, unfortunately, another Bible prophecy passage about being in the last days, and that's a scoffing attitude. These same entities who are controlling all these technologies around the planet, they're anti-God, anti-Jesus, anti-Bible, and it's not even affecting just the lost. I feel sad for them, but I expect that because they don't know Jesus Christ. But I'm telling you, the church needs to wake up to this because it is affecting the church. Many people that I've confronted, Pastor James, and I'm sure you have too in the ministry, you know, as Christians, we say, oh yeah, I follow the Bible, sola scriptura, that's the one that determines my belief and practice. Well, really, what determines the average Christian's belief and practice today is not the Bible. They say it is, but really what it is, it's these media outlets that are controlling them, and even Christians don't realize that they're being mesmerized with this manipulative technology. Well, now this goes way back. Tell me uh, about the 1957 subliminal movie Popcorn Coke experiment. You, you <laughs> yeah. write about that in your book. Yeah, and really it becomes the gravitating point that I call it, and then it forces the conversation to stop. But it's a big lie. Let me give you another analogy. For instance, when people today, they talk about, they say, hey, have you heard about UFOs and aliens? Almost the knee-jerk reaction is almost always this. Yeah, Area 51. And then the conversation stops. Well, my question is, well, have you ever thought to go beyond that and go, like, Area 51? Um, where's Area 1 through 50 and 52 <laughs> yeah. and above, right? But people don't think they're not trained to think that way. And the same thing, when you bring up subliminal technology, people go, oh, yeah, yeah, that was 1957, James Vickery. I mean, we have all know that. He, he tried this subliminal experiment to get people to drink Coke with the flashing these subliminal suggestions on the movie screen to the movie Picnic. And the initial results that he shared in 1957 showed that it produced results. It manipulated people's behavior. They bought more Coke and popcorn. Five years later, 1962, he all of a sudden comes out and says, well, you know, maybe the results weren't as significant as I thought. But that's it. That's as far as the narrative goes. Wait a second, folks. Have you ever thought to ask this question? Was that the first time that subliminal technology was used? Mm. And had it gone on before? And is it still going on today? That's my point. People, when you talk about it, they go, oh, yeah, 1957, James Vickery, popcorn experiment, Coke, and it stopped there. No, it didn't. In fact, it was going on long before that. Let me give you two easy examples that we document. And this is historically verified. This is as crazy as this sounds, folks. In the late 1800s with Thomas Edison, Thomas Edison actually used backmasking in his phonographs. 
They've been familiar with this technology for a long time. Folks, that's the late 1800s. Come on. Then in the 1920s, when radio, radio was beginning to take off, okay, it freaked out a lot of people because that was a whole new weird technology. Like, you hear voices coming through this thing. You know, for you and I, we don't think about it. But back then, brand new technology, it freaked them out. And I kid you not, this is historically recorded in England in order to pacify the listening audience to radio that was initially saying, man, this is strange and they literally put in back-masking messages, piped it in through the radio broadcast. Check it out, folks. This is not the conspiracy theory. They piped it in in, in order to calm the people's fear, and the, the back-masking message was basically, this is not a noose. It's okay. And guess what? Over time, the populace there began to calm down and accept this new format called radio. So this has been going on long before. I can give you a lot of other examples, and we get that in the resources. But this has been going on long before 1957, and, folks, I'm telling you, it did not stop in 1957. If anything, it's gotten way more sophisticated in a bunch of more different media formats. And I'm telling you, it's happening on a global scale. And if you've ever wondered, even as a Christian, why is it that I go and I try to witness to somebody or even talk about medical issues that are going on today mm. to give my opinion? Or if I want to talk about the previous election cycle and give my opinion, why is it that a lot of people I talk to, even fellow Christians, is like talking to a brick wall? It's like they got this glaze of the, and they're just repeating what the what's because that's what's going on. They're using this technology, and that's the tagline that we use deliberately to mesmerize the minds of the masses. And we need to wake up. Now, Pastor Billy, in this series, you talk about subliminal smells. One yeah. example has to do with the cookies at Disneyland. Come on, now, are businesses really trying to influence us with smells? not just subliminal seduction never went away. It's got more sophisticated, and they do it in a multitude of arenas. And one of them, of course, we brought out, and this is all documented, folks. It's not from joeschmo.com, wackyconspiracyguy.org. <laughs> okay, it's in print. Disney is big, not only in the visual, even in their cartoons. That's a whole other aspect. But even at Disneyland or Disney World, basically what they do is they subliminally manipulate you, literally lead you by your nose, and you're walking through the park, and all of a sudden you smell, wow, fresh baked cookies. Oh, there it is. It's coming from that store. And so it literally gets you, leads you by the nose, subliminally gets you to go in that store. The reality is this. Those aren't fresh baked cookies. Mm. Those cookies were pre-baked, bought from somewhere else, hauled into Disney. The way they got you to go in there to think it was fresh baked so you can purchase was they put vanilla on baking sheets and shove it out into the air. It's all a process of manipulation, and that's an easy example. Oh, and by the way, Disney's not the only one, and that's just, again, the, just the sense of smell, right? Companies do this. Hotel chains do this, and they literally have whole studies. They have a whole science they call neural marketing, and that's a whole scientific study of different ways that we can neural market the human brain and to get people to do what we want to do, including buying their stuff. And, of course, what you smell goes into your brain. What you see goes into your brain. What you hear goes into your brain. And so that's what they do. How can I subliminally manipulate the inputs that people receive that goes into your brain, smell, sight, taste, touch, etc., to get them to, and this is their term, not mine, they're looking for what is called the buy button. And what do we need to do to subliminally manipulate something so it will trigger the buy button in the brain? But again, other chain stores, hotels, they even have studies. They know that this particular smell will manipulate the ladies to hang around the store and buy more. They know this particular store works uh, on men specifically to get that. And again, that's just smell. They also do it with our ears. 
not just with back masking. This is a very common practice, unfortunately, whether you realize it or not. And they actually will pipe in, you know, the music when you're going into a mall or other businesses or just walking around, you, you hear this pleasant music playing, you know, different genres and whatever. Well, unbeknownst to you, they're using subliminal messages in there to curb shoplifting, which they actually demonstrate the reason why they're doing it, because it actually works. It subliminally manipulates people. And they put in messages, you know, I will be honest, I won't steal, things of that nature. You don't hear it, but your brain picks it up. And so you just think, oh, it's just nice. They're just playing music just to keep us entertained. No, they're using music to manipulate you. Mm. And of course, that would be a benefit to them, but still, it's not right. I mean, why don't you say, hey, we're playing music, but I want to give you a disclaimer. We're putting subliminal messages in there to manipulate your brain so you won't steal from us. Okay, I'm glad it curbed shoplifting, but that still doesn't make it right. But it's not that. It's also to get you to hang around more, to buy more, and things of that nature, and you're being completely manipulated. And, of course, the big gun that we mostly think of when it comes to subliminal technology is the visual. Mm -hmm. And, folks, the visual, there's a whole art and science to this. People in the advertising industry get degrees in this and how to frame certain things, certain colors, Certain color contrasting things, it literally burns images into our brain, including their logo, their branding, all that stuff. There's nothing willy-nilly about commercials or advertisements. Oh, by the way, even in magazines, you name it, just like that movie, They Live, folks, I'm telling you, has become a reality. And they're using it because they know they've got it down to a science. They know exactly what colors, how to picture things, how to position things, how to present that to the brain in such ways that it's going to stick in your brain, it's going to trigger your buy button. And folks, this is just walking around. This is just walking around, and this is going on on a global basis. And you think it stopped it just for buying things? Uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh. I am telling you, they're controlling the narrative. They're controlling your belief system. They're using it to get you to scoff at God, at Jesus Christ in the Bible. They're getting you to influence who to, quote, vote for. Again, what to think on the current medical issues that we're dealing with here. They are stopping at nothing. This is why we specifically called it not just subliminal seduction, but subliminal seduction, how the mass media mesmerizes the minds of the masses. It's really going on, and as Christians, we need to unplug from the matrix. Well, now, I remember another film from when I was a kid that used what you call in the teaching series stealth product placement. That film was E.T., the extraterrestrial, and there was a (laughs) product in that movie called Reese's Pieces, and I understand that the sales for those candies went through the roof when that movie came out. But now, that was the 1980s. Are they still placing products in movies and television programs to influence us to buy them? Oh, absolutely. In fact, it's big bucks. In fact, I've got family that works in the industry in Hollywood, so I kind of get an inside scoop of what's really going on down there. And I've met with uh, producers and sat down with people. There's a whole format that goes on when it comes to making a movie. And literally, they will hire a person. This is their whole job. Their whole job is to work with the script writers to figure out what products they can place inside the movie that will get people to buy that product. The reason why they do that is because these people, that the companies that own that product, it's like a sliding scale. If you give just a quick flash of the laptop with the Apple logo, we'll give you, say, $10,000. If you have the person drinking a can of Coke and it's visible to the audience, you do that five times, we'll give you fifty grand or something wow. like that. It's a sliding scale. It's a science. And they literally build that into the script because it works for the back end. It helps offset the cost of the movie. And the reason why those companies are willing to pay that kind of money is because it works. It really influences people. 
this is not stopped, folks. It's on a much grander scale that we as Christians need to be aware of. And this is what we're trying to, if anything, to go back to the they live scenario when the guy puts on the glasses and he could see what's really going on that he couldn't see before. This study, folks, is your glasses to put on so you could see what kind of world we really live in. And the little G God of this world is using mass media to blind the minds of those who don't believe. It's getting way sophisticated. We need to get equipped. We have more from Billy Crone on the media's subliminal seduction of the masses on our next Watchmen on the Wall program. Subliminal seduction, Billy Crone's explosive look at how the mass media mesmerizes the minds of the masses is available today as a book and seven DVD set. In this book and DVD set, you'll learn the history of subliminal technology, the methods of subliminal technology, the manipulation of newspapers, radio, books, television, social media, and education, and ultimately the response to this subliminal technology. Order Subliminal Seduction by Billy Crone today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order this collection online, swrc.com. Jewish Roots of Christianity author Larry Stamm is here to share his thoughts on the historical and spiritual significance of our Gleanings Initiative this month. Hi there, Kenneth Hill here with Larry Stamm, and Brother Larry Stamm has been so active with Southwest Radio Church Ministries and the various things that are going on here. You have worked hard for the ministry of Southwest in addition to the ministry that you're doing through the Larry Stamm Ministries. Tell me just a little bit about what God has had you doing lately. Kenneth, Larry Stan Ministries, we exist to make the gospel of Jesus a confident topic of conversation for every Christian. We do evangelism equipping. We also teach Jewish roots of the Christian faith. If your listeners want to learn more, they can go to LarryStam.org, LarryStam.org. We've been collaborating and partnering with Southwest Radio Ministries, doing conference speaking, we produced a few teaching videos on some of the Jewish feasts that we're going to talk about. Southwest Radio Ministries has been a blessing in that they have, through Beacon Street Press, their publishing arm, they have published Jewish Roots of Christianity, which we talked about in our last talk. So uh, it's really been a blessing to collaborate and partner with Southwest Radio Ministries. And right now, most recently, the ministry has produced three videos called Walk Through the Feasts of Israel with Larry Stamm. And we have produced three excellent DVD teachings, one on Hanukkah, one on Passover, and one on the Feast of Tabernacles, otherwise known in Hebrew as Sukkot. So those three DVDs have just come out. They're hot off the press. Wow. I am excited to know that they have been completed. They're finished. So now they're available, and you can get those just simply by going on our website. You can find them there at swrc.com. It's amazing to me that we have these feasts 
And as a Gentile Christian, I never really put them all together until you helped me understand what they were all about. Talk to me, will you please, about what? We want to talk about Hanukkah, maybe? Well, Hanukkah is the Feast of Dedication. A little bit about Hanukkah. Jesus, we find him at the temple during the Feast of Dedication in John chapter 10. Hanukkah is a holiday that celebrates a historical event that occurred in 165 BC. There was a wicked king, Antiochus Epiphanes, in 168 AD, a Greco-Syrian king, who desolated the temple. He did the most corrupt thing you could do. He poured pig's blood on the holy altar. He erected a large statue of himself. He commanded the people to offer sacrifices to idols and to worship him as God. And the Jewish people rebelled, led by a group of freedom fighters called the Maccabees. This occurred in 168 B.C., three years to the day on the 25th day of Kislev. What occurred, Kenneth, was... The Maccabees overcame, the Maccabees' army of 3,000 people overcame Antiochus' army of 47,000. And on that day, they cleansed the temple and they rededicated the temple. That's why Hanukkah is known as the Feast of Dedication. Hanukkah literally means dedication. So that's a little bit of the historical background of Hanukkah. The Festival of Lights is all about the fact that there was enough oil to light the ner tamid, the eternal light, the light that would be lit in the temple and burn 24 hours a day, there was enough oil to burn for one day, Kenneth. But the oil lasted for eight days, enough time for them to rededicate the temple unto God. And so we know the historical event is true. The legend of the light and the festival of lights, did that really happen? Maybe, maybe not. We find it in rabbinic writings, but nonetheless, it was a wonderful time to celebrate and a wonderful time to remember that the Maccabees did not compromise. They did not bow the knee. They stayed dedicated unto the Lord, and that's a good lesson for us as Christians. It's a beautiful study, and it's a beautiful story. It is something we can learn, and we can understand better how to be dedicated to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Talk about Passover for just a second now. As I understand it, we're talking about the time that the children of Israel were in Egypt, and the Passover happened when the death angel passed through, and those that had their lentils and doorposts covered with blood had freedom from the death angel's grip. Is that the basics? Yes, and it's a powerful foreshadowing of the actual Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Remember John and John one twenty nine looks at Yeshua Jesus and says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the Amen. sin of the world. Amen. On the teaching video, Walk Through the Feasts of Israel, Passover, what I do, Kenneth, is I lay out a traditional Seder table. I talk about the traditional Passover meal. Seder is a Hebrew word which means order because the Passover celebration follows a specific order of service in its modern context. And so what I do is I talk about the traditional Passover Seder, and I talk about the picture of Christ and his redemptive work and all the symbols and elements on the table. In addition, what we find in the Seder meal is we find the origin of our communion service. 
Well, we have a third one that's been completed, and this is Sukkot, or the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, when we think of tabernacles, most Gentiles don't think of lean-tos that are made of some sort of branches from the various palm trees or some such thing. But they think of it more as a dedication to the Lord for a day or two or three or four. Tell me about it. The Feast of Tabernacles, Kenneth, is the third of the three fall feasts of Israel. You have the Feast of Trumpets, otherwise known as Rosh Hashanah. Ten days later, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Five days after the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, you have the beginning of the Feast of Tabernacles. And the Feast of Tabernacles is a time where the Jewish people celebrate and remember God's faithfulness to them as they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. God commanded in the book of Leviticus to erect and live in temporary huts, sukkah booths, for one week each year. And so we remember God's faithfulness. We remember God's protection and provision through this Feast of Tabernacles. And when we think about that, the emphasis is placed upon how God provided the safety and the security for his people. Is that still available to us, that safety and security from God Almighty? Certainly, God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in trouble. Through faith in Jesus Christ, friends, we can understand that we have a refuge, that we have a hope, that we have a blessed tomorrow, and that we can experience abundant life in the here and now, but we can also experience eternal life in the hereafter through faith in Jesus, our Messiah, Savior, Lord, and God. Amen. And what I want you to know, friend, is that at this time of the year, we're in gleanings effort. The gleanings effort is a time at the end of the year that we ask you to give as the Lord would have you to give to help us meet the needs here at SWRC that we might have the money necessary to pay the bills and to go forward with the ministry that God has called us to. And we look forward to hearing from you and your concern for us will be absolutely appreciated no matter how much or how little, we appreciate what God will use through you, my friend. You can call 1-800-652-1144. That's 800-652-1144. Or you can go online at our website, swrc.com, swrc.com. Larry Stam, thank you for being with us, brother. Kenneth, it's been a blessing to be with you and your audience. Subliminal Seduction, Billy Crone's explosive look at how the mass media mesmerizes the minds of the masses is available today as a book and seven DVD set. Order Subliminal Seduction by Billy Crone today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144.
You can always order online, swrc.com. Tomorrow, Billy Crone will continue his look at the media's subliminal seduction of the masses. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Please visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Dot com.